0: Hello. Hello, everyone.
1: Welcome, waffle.
0: Welcome, waffle. That's a welcome waffle. It sounds nice.
1: It says on the podcast notes: Hello, welcome, waffle.
0: And that's what we do, isn't it? Is I, I just planned you? it in.
1: <laughs> planned in some waffle.
0: We don't usually plan it in, but that's what we normally do at the beginning.
1: You actually pre-planned in that we was going to do a bit of waffling at the beginning of the episode.
0: Yeah.
1: Love that, and it's worked. Look at us now. Look at us go. I
0: know. Let's have a look at you did today, Phil.
1: Um, the run. Mm-hmm. I did a 16 mile run today.
0: Dead longest you've ever run, I heard.
1: It, you heard, because I've not stopped telling you. I know. I nearly choked on some chocolate halfway around. You tell this
0: story, because you just told me and it was shocked me. Shook us. What was Shook the chocolate us? one? What would you have done? Have you... Did you take your phone on your own? Yeah. Alright.
1: Just in case.
0: Just in cases.
1: Yeah, I um put it in my little water pack.
0: Oh yes, like I have got Dwight Schrute's
1: water pack. <laughs> um... <laughs>
0: i never thought
1: of that it, you have, <laughs> have I? yeah because when I first bought it we took a photo of me in it and oh, then put yeah, white face did. on
0: it I forgot about that since though so that's just made me laugh again you
1: forget about things so easily yeah I really do have you remembered we're doing a podcast right now
0: oh yeah is that what we're doing
1: do you know what a podcast is
0: <laughs> what's one of them um, A. A. B. someone rang me up one of our family friends rang me up this week and asked for advice to start a podcast I was like
1: Wish you knew the answer. Don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Jen's buzzing about that, She came to me and asked (laughs) me. Hey,
0: I usually do all the tech stuff.
1: Yeah, but not this tech stuff.
0: This is the one tech thing that I don't do, isn't it?
1: Training programs.
0: That's not tech, though, like computer.
1: I have to do it on a computer. No, but... Write it down and send it by a carrier Eee,
0: I mean, like... Like, Like using technology... Um, not just like a computer, but like... I know,
1: like the like the more intricate stuff. Like
0: website stuff.
1: I do, none of that.
0: Automation stuff.
1: I, yeah, I did an automation stuff the other day, didn't you I? You
0: actually did, to be fair. I
1: was really proud of myself, and it worked.
0: Uh, yeah.
1: Anyway, um, today on my run, uh, I'm trialling. You may have seen it on my Instagram post, if you can go, go and read it. Sorry if you can hear Reggie. He's just stealing a flip-flop out of the room.
0: I didn't even know that was there.
1: Yeah, Thanks for finding that, Reggie. We had no idea it was there. Um. So I'm trialing some intracarb, which is just stuff that you have during the run. I don't know. Why, I don't know why I use a complex term there. It's just stuff you eat when eat you're Eat some
0: running. food while you're running, so you can keep going.
1: Yeah, it it is for like energy and performance, basically. Your body, like, everybody's body is capable of doing... This is not what this episode's about, but I'm going to tell you anyway. Your body's capable of doing a certain amount, and it's probably going to run out of that stuff during a run, especially if you're running, like, a marathon. Like, if you're running a 5K, 10K, you might get away with not any kind of, like, not eating anything during it. But anything longer, you're probably going to need something because your body's going to be depleted of that energy source. So if you have it during, it just basically gives you more energy it means you perform better so that when you get towards the end of your run you don't slow down or hit a wall or anything like that anyway i've been trialing some different ones and today's trial was some blocks of chocolate like some squares of chocolate but i didn't think before i went to like break come up into single blocks so when i pulled out the first one which is difficult by the way pulling out blocks of chocolate out of an in it's an inside pocket of my shorts when i'm running down the street with my hands down my shorts it just does it (laughs) It doesn't really <laughs> bode well, I'll be honest. Um,
0: I thought you just meant because it was like difficult to do. Oh, Reggie's rested his head on the foot.
1: What a guy. It is difficult to do. Uh, so yeah, anyway, not because it
0: looked dodgy. Well,
1: it does when you're like fumbling around your shorts. And the next <laughs> minute you pull out a bar of chocolate. Like <laughs> well, okay, a right sausage. Anyway, I managed to pull them out, but because I was tired, and also terrible reasoning, I had one of my gloves on my left hand, and I didn't want to get chocolate on my glove because <laughs> i like my gloves so um i was like i just put it all in my mouth i'll be fine so i shoved five blocks of chocolate into my mouth in one go I nearly choked but i was genuinely worried because because i was obviously breathing heavy because i was absolutely shattered by this point i was halfway through i couldn't breathe properly and it was really like stuck oh, like it was really like i was like <laughs> trying to chew it really quickly but i don't know if you've noticed this or not i mean try it now put five blocks of chocolate in your mouth <laughs> try and chew and breathe at the same time it's a genuine <laughs> impossibility if that's a word it, i don't think it's truly possible so i'm actually going to trial it this week i'm going to chew whilst trying to breathe so like practicing, so that when i'm oh, on my right, run, okay so you
0: can still do but it but
1: someone has just given me so like a couple of ideas on my on my post so thank you to everybody who's commented i'm going to thank you anyway but um i'll thank you now on the episode just in case you're listening um, but one of them was do you remember rainbow drops oh yeah someone said crushed rainbow drops oh i know but i'm wondering how i'm going to eat them
0: if they cross, sure no, like, it's easier when they're just no, like. to take a
1: funnel with me. <laughs> <laughs> funnel them, put them in a cup, and like funnel them into my mouth. It's going to be an absolute mayhem. Mm-hmm. But apparently they're really good, so I mean I'll give them a go. I don't like fantastic. them at
0: all. Tastes like nothing.
1: I yeah. No, it. Rainbow drops. Yeah. It's just pure sugar in it.
0: What is it though? It's like ooey in it. Ooey sugar. I don't like them. Though. Do you? Know? Would it? Would a like a sherbet tube be a good one? A sherbet
1: tube. Have
0: you not know, like the tubes of the sherbet.
1: Oh, with the dib dab. No, Can't like be the tubes.
0: No, the, the, the little tubes that you cut the end. off, or well, you can bite the end off as well. Bite the end of a sherbet. Oh, like
1: a dib dab, but without the dib dab.
0: It's in like a little tu- little plastic tube.
1: Oh, can you just buy the dab? Or the dip?
0: Have you never had like a, sh- I don't know what they're called. Like it, literally like a tube of sherbet, like it's a, a tube tiny of little sherbet. tube. Really? Do you not have them when you were little? No. Very nineties. You couldn't afford things like that. You could. They were so cheap. They were just
1: like. Thanks for that, Reg.
0: They were just like. Reggie um, just
1: walked in, shook, and walked out.
0: They were. They're always in like really brightly coloured. Sh- like. Oh,
1: and like you squoze the end yeah. to open it. The end yeah. was like pressed shut with a hair straightener, yeah. and you just like squoze it open the other way. and I, I remember them now, yeah. They
0: would be good, wouldn't they?
1: potentially i'd have to i mean they're probably illegal by now they must be worse than turkey <laughs> twizzlers there's no way they're still on market i could check though because that'd be quick
0: yeah that's all sinking but if it's windy well, though you <laughs> face full of sherbet choking on it in the back they're of always throat. sour
1: as well <laughs> <laughs> like all right sausage running down the street i've got one hand down my shorts the other one i'm trying to eat a sherbet my face has gone weird
0: i used to like the rainbow ones but i never liked the blue flavor they, so like I feel like the blue was always in the middle and I had to like get through the blue to get to the good flavour
1: oh it had that different flavour like
0: it? I feel like it was like yellow, blue and pink, Do you know what they red, pinky red.
1: you know when you went abroad not abroad when you went to Norway it's like Wales and you bought them like sand sculpted <laughs> yeah. things with different colours in. They, <laughs> I made one of them at Centre Park they did very good
0: though also just thought about really going on a real 90s throwback here when it comes to food and my chocolate cigarettes yeah they <laughs> are mad them are not they I thought it was well cool why is that a thing?
1: It's not anymore about all well, Probably not, no. Can't imagine if <laughs> they still have them kicking about.
0: I used to love chocolate cigarette on holiday. Do
1: you remember um, uh, oh, Jawbreakers?
0: <gasps> yes, you get...
1: Got, i was thinking
0: gob stoppers that's the same thing yeah yeah, isn't yeah, it? yeah they're just like them really big ones yeah, and you like, like lick balls. it so much that you get like a bobbly tongue and it'd actually yeah. hurt to lick yeah, and you then you'd wrap going. it up in like a kitchen roll and then forget that it dries and like you try and get the kitchen roll off and i'll be stuck to it and
1: there's always that rumor about that lad that down the street that could finish a gob in like two hours and it's like, <laughs> honestly you can that liam down road he did, did you a you gob in two one? hours yeah.
0: Did you? I think
1: I only ever finished like one. I mark. was
0: hitting my jaw thinking about it.
1: Because they went different colours like... inside. They were always white yeah. on the outside, then when you started licking them, they'd go into different colours, wouldn't Mad.
0: they? Mad. I wonder if kids still get a sweets like this. Do you yeah. think the sweets are still fun?
1: Cost of living crisis. Tempe makes you just one sweeter.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I feel like they still have those like brain things. Do you know you lick them? Brain like, wouldn't they call it, like brain something?
1: Oh they on the end of a stick?
0: Yeah, and you had to lick him because I saw a kid doing something like that, and he had like blue all um, around his mouth. So its mouth. Its mouth. I could do. I'm one I'm slightly one. concerned that Red just disappeared and he's quiet.
1: That's fine. I can hold the fort. Red,
0: where are
1: you? Although this bit's waffle, and I don't, I don't know whether I can do this bit. Well, on tell him about the
0: podcast then, while I go
1: and see where he is. Okay, I've been instructed to tell you about the podcast whilst Jane goes and finds out where he is. I guarantee he's just stood at that door because he needs a wee. But anyway. Today, um, take control of your food so your food doesn't take control of you. It always makes me laugh when we say that. We'll tell you what the podcast is about. We literally give it a title. You already know what it's about, don't you? Take control of your food. So your food doesn't take control of you. Um, in all honesty, there's loads of different ways we can do this. There really, mm-hmm. really is. Like we, we, we. One of the big things I would say we work with clients is that level of control so that they can then gain freedom. But control is always the first step and it's that ability to control food. But when we say you control of food, that just opens up a million and one doors, doesn't it? It could be control your eating habits. It could be controlling when you're having snacks. It could be controlling at social events. It could be controlling in the evening. It could be controlling at weekends. And that's why there's so many different strategies because it kind of depends on where the challenge is. We don't just say, right, you've no control over food. Here's how you gain control. Um, but this week, we're gonna try and kind of look at more of an overall look at food control and ultimately a way in which you can, um, using this four-step strategy, how you can gain more um, control over food in general because this week uh, we actually had a really good, hi Reg, Reg is joining me. We had a really good question come through, or oh, Jen did, I didn't, Jen did, which was basically really simple, um, but really great question, Jen. I've never planned food. Where do I start? Which was a fantastic question because it's what I think food planning is one of those things where we're like yeah, I'd I'd quite like to do that, but then we don't because we don't really know what step one is.
0: Yeah, and I think we we bang on about planning all the time, and like it is one of the first steps that we take with clients because clients typically come to us feeling like they've no time, they've no energy, they've no motivation, and when it comes to food choices, all of those things impact that. So ultimately. The reason we go straight for planting is because it takes the decision making out of food, so it's one less thing to think about when you've already got a million and one thing to think about to start off with. It gives you that bit of structure to your day because the amount of ladies that I speak to who are just like, I just either I'm so busy I forget to eat, Mm. or like I'm dealing with the kids, and like then I've realized that I've not actually fed myself. So it's that idea that Mm. it's one less thing to think about, but it also gives you that structure to your day so you don't end up. Absolutely starving because you you, you just kind of going about your day and as soon as you realise you're hungry you're so hungry that like, it's just like whatever you can get your hands on and the largest amount of quantity and then you end up eating loads basically, <laughs> um so ultimately if we can have a plan in place we're going to reduce overeating we're going to reduce binging there's going to be more self control we're more likely to make the decisions we want to be make and then if we're working towards a long term weight loss goal we're more likely to hit that goal because of all the above.
1: Mm-hmm. 100%. So we're going to break this down, as I said, into just four quick steps because we want this to be really actionable. And actually, you can do the first one now just listening to this like you literally could. You don't even need to go anywhere. So don't go anywhere. Stay where you are listen to this. Mm-hmm. Step one is actually pick how are you going to do it? Like, how are you going to plan your food? Because there's probably a million different ways you can do it. However, you could sit down, piece of paper, and plan it all out on paper You might do what me and Jen do, which is we have a note section on our phone, which actually we like because you can have a joint note. So we're both actually in the note, which means that if Jen puts anything in, I can see it. If I put anything in, Jen can see it, uh, which just means that we're both on board with what we're doing. Um, I mean, we're together 24-7, so I've no (laughs) idea why we need to do that, but we do anyway. Um, You might be somebody who wants to use Excel. You might be someone who wants to go to B&M and buy one of those boards that says Monday to Sunday on it with a chalk thing and just write it up and put it on the fridge because you've got a family and you know they want to all see it as well. I think the way that you pick it is you either A, think where, where's your skill set? Like, what what are you really good at? If you're someone who is really good at writing things down, probably pick the paper one or maybe the one on the fridge. If you're someone who's really into technology and you like having a really fancy spreadsheet and you're genuinely going to do it more often because you like a fancy spreadsheet make a fancy spreadsheet mm-hmm. if you've got kids and it's actually going to be more beneficial to put it up on the fridge because you want maybe them to get involved in the planning because that can be really beneficial as well mm-hmm. then do that i mean you don't need to get a fancy board from bnm for 2.99 you can just put it on paper and then put it on there but that can be a great way of doing it but ultimately before you even think about planning the actual meals pick how you're going to do it And like i said either pick the way that's going to work best for you because that's where your skill set is or pick the way that going can work best for the other people around you as well so that it's then easier to stick to before Uh, you move on to step two exactly
0: and i think having a system we've tried pretty much all of them as well haven't we and Mm -hmm. i think the one that we've stuck to longest is the shared note just because it works really easily for us and we've always got it and it's just there isn't it yeah we create our list on there we've got all our recipes that we enjoy underneath so like it works really well for us and like i said we've tried other ones but this is the one that is the best system for us.
1: One thing that could work, I was just thinking, if you're proper into like spreadsheets and Google Sheets and all that, you could probably have a, a spreadsheet where you have like Monday to Sunday down the left-hand side, and then you have like breakfast, dinner, tea, snacks or whatever across the top. And then in each box, you could write down the meal. So let's say, for example, Monday evening, you're going to have lasagna for tea. But that could be a shareable link, so that when you click that link, it takes you to a Google Doc that's all the ingredients and the method as well mm-hmm. so that when you get to tea like what's for tea lasagna you click it and it takes you to the google doc telling you how to make it like if you're into that kind of thing mm-hmm. and you just love like fancy technology and links and hyperlinks and all that fancy stuff go do that like we know that whatever it is you're going to want to do is probably the thing that you're going to actually do mm-hmm. you know if you have to sit down and write on paper and you're like i hate mm-hmm. writing on paper i hate putting pen to paper probably wouldn't use that method yeah.
0: So, um, step two is thinking about um, what meals you're going to be planning and how often you're going to be planning. So, we typically tend to go about it one of two ways. Either planning all of your meals. So, most people will plan their evening meal. But planning is about... We like to see it as planning all of them because it's, it's that thinking. It removes that thinking. It removes that whole, like, I've got a busy day and not thinking of anything to have to lunch and then you end up making that on the spot decision. So I actually think that planning your breakfast and your lunch is more powerful than planning your evening meal, I'll be honest, with what we've seen in terms of working with people. But um are you gonna plan all of your meals for the next couple of days and then sit down and do it again for the next couple of days and have a bit of a routine like that? Or are you gonna sit and plan all your meals for the next seven days? What I wouldn't recommend doing is if you've never planned before or you're getting into a habit of planning, I wouldn't do seven days of breakfast, lunch and dinner from the word go because that might feel really, really overwhelming. So if you're going to do seven days, just think, right, what can I plan for my breakfast this week? Next week, think, right, I've got a couple of different options in there for my breakfast now. What about finding like maybe three to five options for my lunches that I can pop in the week after that, putting you may already plan your evening meal, so you may be like ready to go then, but it's just kind of thinking about doing it step by step and not overwhelming yourself because it really, meal planning can be overwhelming, especially when you feel like you should be eating in a certain way. But that's mm-hmm. another point
1: that's uh, that we'll come on episode. to in a,
0: in a minute, briefly. Mm-hmm. But I think it, it's, it's just kind of in really. Taking your time with it and not, because it seems like such a simple thing, just write meals down. But it takes a lot of thinking to do. It takes, especially if you've got a family and you've got fussy eaters in your family and you've got someone's a veggie and someone's not, someone's got allergies and someone's not. And it can get really complicated and you're trying to navigate around kids, clubs, etc. So just take your time with it and build it up and know that actually, if you can spend like three to four weeks building it up, you might create a system that literally means you can plan consistently. For the rest of your life and it f- take a lot of thinking out of food for you
1: 100 percent, and then step three is going to differ from person to person but for most people it'll be a simple case of just picking a day that you're going to do the planning uh, and doing the food shop and then just being consistent with it so me and Jen do it on a Thursday and we just do it every Thursday every single Thursday without fail however I appreciate and understand some people don't have th- Either the same job as we do, or you don't have a job that's like a Monday to Friday, nine to five, you may work shifts. And so you could say, Well, I can't do Thursday because I'm literally on a shift that's a 210 and it's not going to work. So for you, what it then becomes, or what becomes more important is actually when you do your plan, before you actually write it down, think, When's the next time I can plan? Because you might look at it and go, The next time I can plan is nine days away. You're probably then going to have to plan for the next nine days. And of course, I know your initial thought is oh, that's going to be even harder. It is, but it's actually gonna be easier than falling through your week trying to make random decisions on the spot. That's harder than sitting down and planning out nine days. Mm -hmm. Alternatively, there's gonna be weeks where you go, well, my next chance to plan is gonna be in three days time. Just plan three days of food. Mm -hmm. Take the opportunity to kind of like have it a bit easier that time because the next time after that might be nine days away. So you don't wanna plan 12 days in advance. Just think, when's the next opportunity? When's the next time I'm gonna get a chance to sit down and plan out meals. Once you've got that, it's then really important to be planning until that point. If you know the next time you can plan is in seven days time, there is no point planning five days worth of food because you've just got two days there where you've not planned anything. So you therefore just almost, you're setting yourself up to fail basically. You're literally planning out five days and you need seven. So stick to that and be really, really, really consistent with it. Jen's just touched on it, but I'll say it anyway. Meal planning isn't easy. It's not straightforward. This four step method will really help you. That won't make it the easiest thing on the planet. It's still going to be challenging. It's really important to remember that that's normal. Me and Jen have been doing it for years. It's still challenging. Not once do we ever sit down and go, I can't wait to do this meal plan. I'm really excited to do this, never. However, when we don't do it properly, because there are times when we get it wrong, we notice it's so noticeable like yeah we've proper messed up this week because we planned this in for tuesday and we didn't even realize that such a thing was on which we're going to come on to in a second but it really does mess with the week and so it's really important to pick a day that you're going to plan and do the shop and then be consistent with it before moving on so what i would probably say they're all really important steps but i think step four is an absolute game changer
0: just before you do it before i talk about step four though i think that the day is so important because we used to do our food shop on a sunday didn't we and i i think me particularly i was finding by the time i got to like friday and saturday i was like i don't want what we planned on sunday so we actually moved it to thursday so that we planned the weekend first didn't we um so that we knew what we were doing at the weekend by then and we weren't going on a Friday night when we were tired and trying to make decisions after That's we the tired. key thing,
1: isn't it? We didn't really know what we were doing next weekend all the time. Yeah. So we'd get to like Saturday and be like, well, we're not doing what we, we're doing something yeah. now. So. And it was
0: like, well, we can't do it on Sunday. And like yeah. it, it, it was just easier for us to do it on Thursdays.
1: It might take a bit of trial and error. Yeah. Because yeah. you might listen to that and go, well, that's all well and good, Phil and Jen, but I've not a clue what day is going to be best for me. Yeah. Well, do it try on one day and find out. Like You might try it on a Friday and go, well, it works best for me on a Friday. Well, great, do it on a Friday then. It you doesn't might, really
0: matter. You might only have one day to do it and you're like, well, that's the only way I can do it. Then, do it then. Top <laughs> you just have to do it then. <laughs> um. But step four is um. thinking smartly about your planning. So we always say it's not just about planning your meals, but being smart about planning your meals. So looking actually at your week ahead and what you've got on if you've got a ridiculously busy day planned in at one week in your work and you're like on training all day and you're working away and then you've got to travel back at home, don't plan yourself a four course elaborate meal that takes 10 hours to cook. Plan yourself somewhat quick. Mm-hmm. Like, plan in. You can order. We love BBC Good Foods. You can go onto BBC Good Foods and order by quickest. <laughs> like, it is a perfect way to find a nice, quick, easy recipe. You do need
1: to scroll for a little bit because the first 20 options are like chicken fajita mix like yeah. don't just make a mix of like five spices and add have it for your tea that ain't gonna be nice it's like chicken fajita mix five minutes I'm like, well yeah great that it's gonna take me five minutes but that's not a meal BBC Good Food give me something I actually have for my tea
0: yeah no but it is a good feature really good um, feature and I think if you can um, really consider what you've got going on like I said before if you've got kids perfect mm-hmm. one is thinking about right I've got kids clubs I've got to be there by this time am I eating with the kids am I eating after the kids have gone to bed like being really kind of spending a lot of time thinking about it and not just picking what you feel like you should be eating and putting that in or picking things that you feel like you should be eating and getting into it and being like i don't even want that i don't even like that i just picked it because i felt like i should be eating that Mm. it's actually thinking about being smart and picking something that you're gonna enjoy you're gonna look forward to it's gonna be relevant for the day that you're on like if you've got a a day and you've got a bit more flexibility planning something that you can enjoy maybe planning like a um like me and my friends on friday night we made pasta from fresh and it was so nice such a lovely activity it took time it took effort but it was like an activity that we did together and it was so much fun so like if you can incorporate things like that and, and and like you're on to a winner
1: there was some left over when I got home as well. It was fantastic. Yeah. I think you should do that every Friday because I really enjoyed it.
0: <laughs> we did only eat at like some silly like 10 yeah. o'clock. We was, started chatting. I've been out for a few
1: beers. i got back at 10. They were still eating tails. like, <laughs> this is mad.
0: We started chatting and then like forgot that the pasta took so long to make and then started making it. And then we were like, oh, we've got to let it rest for half an hour. And then like it just suddenly was 10 o'clock and we were mm-hmm. like, whoops. I
1: certainly wasn't. <laughs> it was boring. very nice. So. It was. So there's your step by step. Pick how you're actually going to plan it, paper, phone, Excel, whatever. Then decide what meals or how often you're going to have them. So you're going to plan for two meals a day, three meals a day, two days at a time, three days at a time. Just generally an overview of how it's going to look. Then pick what day you're going to do it on, which is really important. And then think smart when you're doing it so that it maneuvers around all the challenges of the week. And if you've got any questions on that before we dive into the uh, the on-the-spot section, um, please feel free to drop either of us at... Uh, a message at jen body brain belief or phil at phil body brain belief um because we know that this can be a challenging thing if you've got any questions or you'd like a little bit more individual help uh, with your current situation because you might be thinking well yeah that's all long ago but i can't because of x y and z um, drop us a message and we'll help you with it yes on the spot jen
0: on the pot on the pot well certainly not <laughs> are we no, I just realised I I'd spend the whole episode leaning really into you because I couldn't. you put the laptop on the left side of the thing and I couldn't see it because of the um, microphone. So I've just been like leaning over all that episode.
1: I did it on purpose so you could be close to me.
0: Oh, that's nice. It's not true, but it's nice. Mm-hmm.
1: So on the spot. Yes. Would you rather
0: mm-hmm.
1: never, ever, ever be allowed to eat a what's it ever again?
0: Yeah.
1: All oh, right. I thought you were saying yes and that <laughs> It's like, do you hate Wotsits? You love Wotsits, don't you?
0: Uh, Yeah, I had some before. They were lovely. That's
1: what made me think of this. They're left over from the wedding. So, would you rather, you're never allowed to have a Wotsit ever again. Yeah. You choose option A. Option B is, you are allowed to eat Wotsits. Right. However, you've developed the superpower of when you say, Wotsit fingers, all ten of your fingers turn to Wotsits. And these are the only Wotsits you're allowed to eat from your fingers. (laughs) However, you have to share five of them with a stranger
0: that's very complex so
1: so every time you say what's it
0: yeah
1: your fingers turn to what's it you've got ten what's it on your hand
0: yeah
1: and you're only allowed to eat five of them because the other five you have to go and find a random person you've never met before ever you don't know who they are and you've got to get them to share the other five with you they they. what happens if I
0: can't can't what get someone to share them well you can't have them I feel like this is a real insight you've into got a, your mind. Why it, got walk around, did you come up with this? You've just got
1: to walk around with What's fingers.
0: <laughs> until someone eats them. Until,
1: until a stranger who wants What's It is willing to eat them. Or never
0: eat What's Its again?
1: That's your other option, yeah, never.
0: I quite like the idea that when I say What's I get What's fingers. What happens when I've eaten my What's Do my fingers just come back?
1: It depends. Do you want more What's Its? Just say What's again?
0: No, but if if I if I didn't. Oh, they come back, yeah. Wow, that's it
1: one. So you've got actual fingers that you can use. Yeah. But you go, what's it, fingers?
0: And they all just turn into what's they it? They
1: will just automatically turn into what's it. And then you find a stranger You go, excuse me, I know this is really awkward, but I basically have a superpower. When I say what's it, fingers, I get what's it fingers. However, I'm only allowed to eat them if I share them with you because when I try to eat them, nothing happens.
0: I think that would be a bit of a predicament because what if I just want a snack in the house and then I've got to go out and find a stranger and then convince them? And then, like, ultimately, like, surely you'll, like, touch stuff in the process. So, you'll have, like, dirty watsits.
1: No, you won't.
0: So, they're just fresh watsits at all times? Yeah. No matter what I do? Yeah. I want that one, then.
1: So, they're always fresh? Yeah. I mean, realistically, if we're thinking about this in a smart way... Oh, Reggie, can't get down because there's a glass in the way. He's hot
0: and stressed. Go on, then.
1: Me or Reggie. So if you're sat in the house going I really want some what's you wouldn't then go what's it fingers and then go and try and find someone sure I mean if it was me what I'd do is I'd find a random stranger and go look I knew if I did it pre bumping into you you will not believe me so I'm going to do it in front of you <laughs> so that you can okay. see the predicament that I'm in if I say what's it I'm not going to say it because then it'll happen but there's two words if I say them next to each other my fingers will turn into what's and I'm only allowed to eat them if we have half each do you want five what's
0: <laughs>
1: and if he says yes I'd actually probably just get a business card with it written on just so it's easier because I just <laughs> can't bothered saying it all the time I've thought this through.
0: I think I'd just give up what's it. It sounds like hard work.
1: Right. Yeah. So you're just never allowed a Watsit ever again.
0: Yeah, I'm not, I'm not that, like, I don't think I'm missing that much. Would you not? I mean, F- there's like, there must be about 20 bags of it in the conservatory that have been there for the last two months.
1: What's your favourite bag of crisp? Dorito chili heat wave. So no, you can't turn, change
0: it now. And
1: every time you say Dorito chili heat Wave no, can't
0: change. You it You still now. wouldn't do it. No, I'll,
1: I'll just ask. I said you can't change it. I'm not answering that I'll question. I'll ask you in two weeks. So <laughs> you may as well answer it now.
0: Um, I think I'd want the Doritos.
1: Would you? Yeah. Interesting. So you have triangle fingers.
0: But I don't eat them that often though, because they're a bit of a red food for me. Well, you only
1: get five, so it won't matter. And you'd have to find a stranger first.
0: I think I quite like that they're a red food, though, because when I do have them, I really enjoy them.
1: I, I'm a fan. I don't think I have a... F- oh, I, am, I have got a favourite pack of crisp patch. What are they? Salt and vinegar. Walker's. Walker's salt
0: and vinegar. That is close. I, I was toying between the, both of them. It's just
1: easy. Actually, so cool. do you know what my second favourite is? What? Walker's ready salted. Really solid.
0: No, no. What about a chipstick or a frazzle?
1: Frazzles are good. I don't like chipsticks.
0: No, I love a chipstick.
1: I don't know what it is.
0: Salt and vinegar quavers. I hate them. Oh, they're up there for me. The rank. Do you know what I don't like though? Got to get them in a grab bag if you just want a loose pack.
1: You just have half a pack. Put the other half back in the cupboard.
0: Can't. (laughs) Not with that attitude you can't. (laughs)
1: Anyway, um, hopefully that step-by-step approach has helped and hopefully um, finding out that Jen would just say no to what's it's forever again mm-hmm. i would madness anyway uh have yourself cheesy an absolute... fingers no
0: right imagine the cheesy fingers
1: you wouldn't have cheesy fingers because you'd well, eat water and you'd, your finger would be back to normal right, okay. stop overthinking it reggie tell her to stop overthinking it, it. thanks reggie <laughs> right have a fantabulous week and speak to us soon bye, bye.